is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Tigers. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. It is Friday, January 15th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in today for the final show of the week. A fair amount of news to cover, and I've, I've wondered exactly what angle I'm going to attack this at because there is some more news regarding the hot stove, a few more signings, and I may discuss those, I may not, but, you know, this is a baseball podcast, but it's also a Tigers podcast, and I feel like over the last few weeks, even the last few months, it's been primarily baseball, and the reason for that, honestly, and you guys know I try to be as brutally honest as possible, is I find this Tigers team, the the current iteration of it, to be extremely dull, because sometimes awful can be interesting. Sometimes awful can be fascinating. Sometimes awful can provide you with uh, things to talk about on a nightly basis. A prime example of that was the 2019 season. That team was so bad, so catastrophically awful that pretty much every every game I felt like there was some uh, angle to attack it at. There was something that, that I could talk about that was new and different. Even in a 114-loss season, that, that team never ceased to be fascinating in their awfulness. Last year was a different story, and you had a little blip in the radar, you know, calling up those prospects, Scooball, Paredes, Mize, which I, I still believe was the right decision, but for the most part, I, I find this Tigers team and this organization fairly dull. There's only so many different ways to say that they're bad, and things probably aren't going to be fixed until they decide to open up the checkbook and spend. When that's going to be, who knows? And and I'm going the long way around here to let you know that there is a little bit of Tigers news to discuss, and mainly, I want to talk about some comments that Alavila made, and I'm way, way behind the times here. He made these comments on 97.1 in Detroit about a week ago. It'll probably be a week by the time I upload this. But I did want to discuss it because ultimately I felt like they were, they were some interesting comments. And, and Alavila, flaws and all, and there are plenty of flaws, and I have pointed them out on a daily basis over the last several years. He's extremely media friendly. Like, he's pretty upfront regarding here's what we're doing, here's what we plan on doing. Now, I, I disagree very often with his plan. I find his plan to be uh, silly and, and full of holes, but when it comes to talking about the minor league stuff, he's been pretty open about people's progression, where he wants them to be, where he expects them to be, and I thought he gave some very interesting comments talking about the expectations for Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson coming into this minor league season because it does look like, thank God, we are going to have a minor league season. And he talked about Riley Green and said that Riley Green may skip, I believe it was high A ball, and go right to double A to start the season in 2021. Now, none of this is concrete. It is still early. If Riley Green puts up bad numbers in spring training, that could change. But generally, the consensus, and I am part of this consensus, cool. Good. Uh, Riley Green, I believe the Tigers are extremely happy with his progression so far. And, and I mean, how can you not be? You know, you draft this kid when he was, what, 18, 19 years old, showed flashes in, in low A ball, I believe it was, or rookie ball perhaps, when he was in the minors in 2019. Last year was very impressive in summer camp and in spring training. I mean, great bat-to-ball skills, phenomenal swing, and has improved a lot as a defender. That seemed to be kind of the the drawback 
that people had on him coming into the draft in 2019 was that people felt like this guy's a great athlete. He's going to be a great hitter. He's going to hit for power. But I think people wondered if he could stay a corner outfielder or even a center fielder by the time he got to the major leagues. And I think so far he's proved a lot of those people wrong. I mean, yes, there was that amazing play that he made out in left field to rob Rob C.J. Crone of a home run back in summer camp. But one play does not tell the full story. I think in general, this guy's instincts and his athleticism make for a potentially really solid defensive outfielder at the major league level. I'm really looking forward to seeing him progress through the minor league system and hopefully come to Detroit at some point soon. And obviously the big question now is, will he get called up in 2021? I doubt it. I mean, I don't see him going through double-A and triple-A in one season. But again, you know, Juan Soto kind of broke through that ceiling. If you can hit and you need hitters, Tigers might be forced to call him up. With that said, you have the whole service time manipulation nonsense. I think they're going to do everything they can to keep him down in the minor leagues in 2021. Another guy I feel that way about is Spencer Torkelson. Spencer Torkelson, Alavila said, will probably start in high A ball in 2021. I, I know some people I saw were kind of disappointed by that, and I I gotta just say, guys, you're 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 a little bit off here. Spencer Torkelson has not seen, like, a legitimately competitive at-bat since, like, college. And no, what happened in Toledo, I I don't take anything out of that. Especially because we don't know what happened. That's what I said. It was the biggest mystery box of all time. We don't know if Torkelson hit 800 or 100 in Toledo against, you know, the Tigers minor leaguers. I think starting him off in high A ball is completely fine. I want to say that's where Mize started as well, and I think much like Mize, there could be something of a fast track here. Mize had those great starts, then got called up to double A where he threw a no-hitter, and really, obviously Mize's age helped him in that aspect. I believe when he was drafted, he was 21-22. I think he's going to be 24 next season, but Torkelson's kind of the same way. A college player, typically, assuming those guys perform, He's going to be a guy who's going to be moving through the system pretty quickly. I don't foresee more than one full year of minor league action for Spencer Torkelson, assuming, again, and that's that's the asterisk you have to put by this, assuming, of course, he hits down in the minors. Now, there's really no reason to believe that he won't. This is a guy who has torn up college pitching. He's torn up pitching every level of baseball that he's played, and in the limited amount that we saw of him in summer camp in 2020, did he look particularly great? No, but I, I said, I'm like, look, this guy hasn't seen a, a solid at-bat in like three months, a competitive at-bat. He's going to have an adjustment period. By all accounts, this is a guy with a whole lot of confidence and even more ability. If he keeps hitting and all signs point to him continuing to hit, maybe we'll see him as early as 2021, but that's going to be, I mean, that's a tall order. I mean, he's going to have to go through high A ball to double A to triple A it's very rare that you see anything like that. I mean, even Juan Soto never saw AAA pitching. I mean, he went from straight to AA to the major leagues, and a big reason for that, and Juan Soto is amazing. I mean, he may very well at some point hit 400 in in a season. I mean, he's just incredible. But when that happened, it was more of kind of a desperation move by the Nationals. Now, it was a desperation move that absolutely worked. The guy is amazing. was otherworldly for them in the postseason in 2019, but I don't see that happening with Spencer Torkelson. As good as he may be, I think the Tigers are going to allow him to marinate in the minor leagues for at least a full season. There was one more thing that Al Avila discussed, and that's that Tigers, I believe, are looking to sign one more pitcher. Signs right now, and we'll see what happens, but signs right now point to that potentially being Taewon Walker. I've talked about him on the podcast before. Wouldn't be opposed to that signing. 
still in his late 20s, maybe a fair amount of upside. He came back from injury last year and looked pretty darn good in a Blue Jays uniform, but that would also mean, assuming they sign one more pitcher, that would mean that there would only be one rotation spot available, and Avila said that Mize and Scooball or Manning, I mean, I doubt it'll be Manning, but most likely Mize or Scooball, will fight for that last rotation spot, and look, I would be fine with both of them starting the season at the major league level. I would. With that said, my prediction was neither one of them would. My prediction was they would sign a few more pitchers and both those guys would be pitching down in AAA to start the season. I'm fine with an open competition. They won't admit it, but I think they were a little bit disappointed in how both those guys performed last year. And it may be healthy for these guys to kind of go toe-to-toe against each other in spring training and decide which guy starts the season on the opening day roster. Someone's got to emerge. And if I had to guess... I would lean towards Scooball. Scooball showed me a little bit more last season than Mize did. I think his upside is probably a bit higher. I still have a lot of worries about Mize's mechanics. Pedro Martinez did a huge piece on that. It's frustrating to me that the Tigers haven't really tried to fix that. And perhaps, you know what, perhaps maybe 10 starts down in AAA, maybe that would help him. Maybe you could work on his mechanics because a lot of people seem to believe that he's a ticking time bomb, an injury waiting to happen. And that's the last thing you want out of a guy that you took number one overall. One thing that Scooball has to his advantage is that he's overachieved everywhere he's gone. I mean, this was a ninth round pick coming off of Tommy John's surgery, and he dominated in the minor leagues for Detroit. And I thought at points last season, he showed a fair amount of promise. I mean, really, he had, I'm trying to think back to it now, he only had two disastrous starts. One of them was that start against St. Louis where he was awful. And the other one was his major league debut against the White Sox, which I put that on the organization. And I still look back in this. I, I talked about this in my, the Tigers a Discord that I'm in the other night. It's like, it, you got to put these guys in the best position to succeed. So why the hell are you starting this guy's major league career against an all-star lineup? I thought that was so dumb. But it, he showed more promise last year than any of the other young players on the roster. If I had to guess, he would probably be the one who would start, uh, not start opening day, but be on the opening day roster for the Tigers in 2021. So that was a good first segment. All Tigers talk. When I come back, uh, I am going to cover a few signings that went down the other day to bullpen pieces signed with new teams. And I do want to discuss Corey Kluber, who had a little showcase where I believe 25 major league teams came out to watch, including the Tigers. I'm going to talk about whether or not he's a viable option. We'll be right back. NFL playoff games. Coming up this weekend. It's going to be an awesome weekend. We got a full slate of games, four games in the divisional round, and there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. You got to get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. 
Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 2020 is mercifully over, thank God. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, everybody. Final segment of the week and the third and final show of this week in mid-January. There were two signings that went down the other day. Pedro Baez, formerly of the Los Angeles Dodgers, going to be weird seeing him pitch on a team other than the Dodgers. But he signed with the Houston Astros. Astros trying to revamp their bullpen. They've lost a lot of pieces from the team already that made it to the World Series in 2019. He's, he's a good pitcher. You know, sometimes inconsistent, slow as they come. I believe the slowest working pitcher in all of baseball. So if you are a Houston Astros fan, uh, be prepared to be sitting down when this guy is pitching. But the stuff is still really good. I mean, the guy's fastball reaches near triple digits and has for a long time. Was always pretty consistent for them. Not a bad signing. And the other signing was the Philadelphia Phillies decided to sign Archie Bradley to a $6 million deal. I believe it was one year, $6 million. Bradley, kind of a versatile reliever for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Always had good stuff, good competitor, has struggled at points with consistency, but I put a lot of that on the Diamondbacks' management of him. They used him as a long reliever, they used him as a middle reliever, as a late reliever, and then as a closer. The Phillies need bullpen help, and I think even if he's mediocre for them, he'll still probably be one of their better relievers. I mean, that's how bad that pen has been. And it's the first uh, big move of the Dombrowski era. I mean, remember a month ago when you were talking about this team potentially selling, then they go out and get Dombrowski. So, uh, Things have changed. I think they're still all in, but they got a they got a steep hill to climb because that's a really tough division, and that's a team that's already spent a lot of money and has zero playoff appearances over the last ten years to show for it. Lastly, I did want to talk about a guy I've discussed on here before, and that's that Corey Kluber had. I don't know, is showcase the right word? Uh, maybe, maybe it's not, but I'll, I'm going to refer to it as that. Had a showcase uh, trying to show off his stuff for 25 major league teams, I believe, came to scout him including the Detroit Tigers, and general consensus was people came away really impressed. Fastball is between 88 and 90, and a lot of people said, what? well, that's nothing. Fastball at 90. I mean, Kluber... Okay, you gotta understand, it's January, and, like, he's just throwing for the first time in months. By the time you get to summer, or hell, by the time you get to spring training, that will probably see an uptick in terms of velocity. We'll probably see him peaking at 92, 93. And also, when was Corey Kluber a flamethrower? Like, yeah, I think probably at his, at his height, was peaking at 95-96, but the year he dominated in 2017 and won the Cy Young, he wasn't Justin Verlander. You know, the, Corey Kluber's effectiveness as a pitcher has very rarely ever depended on his velocity. It's been about the movement on his pitches, that firm sinker that he loved to throw, that slider, which at his peak was just an absolute wiffle ball. I'm all aboard the Corey Kluber train here. I, I think he still has good baseball left in him. Do I think he has Cy Young baseball left in him? No, absolutely not. But like I said, reports are saying that Corey Kluber was very impressive at his showcase earlier this week, which means the Tigers will not sign him. Had he have pitched like garbage, I'm sure Chris Illich would have rolled out the red carpet for him, but he pitched great, so you can look forward to not seeing him 
at Comerica Park in 2021. I think there's going to be a, a competitive team like the Yankees or maybe, I don't know about the Mets, even the Red Sox. I know they're not competitive, competitive, but he could be a good trade piece for them. And it is still Boston. I mean, they're a few years removed from World Series. I think that'd be a good signing for them. He's going to sign with a, a relatively competitive team. I, I like Corey Kluber a lot. Uh, and it's unfortunate that he probably will not be in a Tigers uniform in 2021, but who knows? Maybe he will be. Maybe they'll shock the world here. He can't be that expensive. So that will do it for today's show and this week's worth of shows. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. I don't know when I'm going to come back to Twitter, man. I don't know. I hate Twitter, so we'll, we'll see. But uh, you can follow the show on Twitter. I, I like that account, at Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a written positive five-star review of this program. It would be much, much appreciated. I will be right back here on Monday talking about a little bit more news. The stove is heating up. Hopefully we get some more Tigers news to talk about. But I really appreciate you guys sticking with me during this uh, strange period uh, of my life and the strange period of a lot of people's lives. We'll be right back here on Monday. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend and go Tigers.